Welcome to Books and Bisexuals, where we talk about books that we've read or that we love and wherever our neurodivergent brains take us. I'm Brianna. And I'm Nikki. And we just talked <laughs> for like an hour before we hit record. And then we we're like, hey, oh, we should be, talking, should be about this talking about this on the podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I mean, to be fair, some of the stuff we were talking about at the beginning. We couldn't. We couldn't. Like... You know, just for reasons. reasons that we won't go into <laughs> yeah. because we can't talk about it. But then we started talking about medical bills in the states, yeah. and versus like Canada and every other country in the not every other country, but, but like a, a lot of fair countries amount in the of world. countries. And then we were like comparing because like so Brianna had emergency surgery to reconstruct the bones in her yeah. ankle. So I broke my on the day before my birthday. <laughs> I broke my ankle in three places, but I broke the two main bones, the tibia and the fibula, in my leg near my ankle. Mm-hmm. And then I there's like well, a little like I don't know. It's like at the, at the back of your ankle or something. I don't yeah. Know. But um. And I got that, I had emergency surgery, so I got, I like bumped other people to get the surgery, and they put like pins pins and plates plates in my ankle, and like I was in the hospital for a couple of days because I don't react well to anesthesia, so I couldn't wake up very well. So I had to stay like an extra day, it was supposed to be like, because I went in, stayed overnight, had my surgery first thing in the morning, and I was supposed to go home that afternoon, but I couldn't wake up. So they were like, we're going to keep gonna you one more night. Yeah. And then I went home the next day. But zero dollars, you yeah. know? Like, yes. <laughs> I didn't pay a single cent. Meanwhile, um, this TikTok that Nikki had sent me, it was this woman who had to get a surgery. A hernia surgery. A hernery, 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 surgery. Hernia surgery um, in the States. And she went through, like, all of the different itemized, itemized bills. Uh, but it came to 85, almost $86,000. And, like, <laughs> it, like, so her insurance got denied. But if insurance had gone through, her bill would have been $9,000. Yeah. And so it was funny because there was a comment on it. And it's like, so $9,000 should be the price that it actually is. But the hospitals are scamming mm-hmm. the insurance companies. And then the insurance companies are scamming the yeah. people. And it's like... I kept, like, I had jaw surgery. I was in the hospital for two nights, um, and that was elective. Like, I didn't... Like, you chose I chose to have that done. And it was still covered. It was still covered by MSI, by the provincial healthcare. Um, I think because in the long run, it would have been... Like, it would have caused more problems yes. down the line. Yeah. Just because of the grinding and the way my bones were. Um, so I think, like, it's kind of one of those gray area elective surgeries. Yeah, because I remember when I got my molar, like, my wisdom teeth removed. Yeah. Um, they were growing in, like, sideways. Like, growing impacted. towards my teeth. Yeah. And so it was labeled, Wait, maybe like... Maybe that's not impacted. I don't remember. I don't know. Anyway. But it was labeled, like, an emergency surgery. Right. Even though it was scheduled, like, two weeks out. But, like, it was labeled, like, an emergency surgery so that I didn't have to pay for it. But yeah. if they had been growing up and I just wanted them out for whatever reason, yeah. then I would have had to pay for it. Yeah. I don't, I, I only know a handful of people who actually have their wisdom teeth because dentists, no. they just like, you take them They're out like, because take them they out. screw, they can screw up so mm-hmm. much that in the long run, again, it just causes more problems. Yeah. And so this couple on the TikTok is like, can you comment down below where, where you're, you're from and where and if healthcare is free because we need to move. Yeah. And it was funny because like I had read those comments the other day and it said, I'll take snow in October 
over having to pay for medical bills and i was like what do you mean snow in october and then yesterday i went on the weather network um yeah and it was like this major canadian city got 20 centimeters and i was like what Mm -hmm. and i thought it was clickbait so i thought it was going to be like white horse yeah right and i'm like oh yeah it's okay like Like the The northern city got 20 centimeters of snow woo um and then it was calgary yeah i was like what the fuck i was born in regina saskatchewan yeah um we lived there for four and a half years and uh every year i remember my mom was like i have barely any memories so Mm. i only have like one year of memory but my mom has told me that they would buy costumes that would go over our snowsuits <gasps> because it would snow. They would go over? Yeah, not under. Oh my God. Yeah. My whole childhood was, I'm this with a but snow jacket. I'm wearing a snowsuit. Yeah. So like, yeah, it would always snow in October in the prairies. Oh my God. And so you'd have to wear like a snowsuit. So you just get it like a few sizes it, like, bigger. Yeah, and you just put it over top. Genius. I remember one time we just bought like a Disney princess like pillowcase uh-huh and they just like cut like a hole <gasps> out for like my arms and my head and i just wore pillowcases over and, over my snowsuit amazing um yeah, yeah. So, i mean i have so many halloween pictures of me like in my costume and then With my the winter jacket, jacket over top <laughs> yeah but like it was so cold so cold and the winter jacket would be just open did i spill something in my i did too Oh. Um, yeah, the winter jacket would just be open so you could see a little bit of my costume, but it was just like, and I hated it every year. I was like, yeah. it's, it's like that Taylor mom said, you're gonna ruin it. Yes. Oh my uh, God. I love, I love that. Taylor, not Tom, moms, Tomlinson. Yes. Yeah. Um, she's so, she's so funny. funny. Um, yeah, she has a little bit where she talks about like guys having to put on condoms and how they're like little kids with costumes that like, have to put a winter coat, coat over, over top. It. Yeah. You're gonna <laughs> ruin it. You can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, she's so funny. She's so, so funny. funny. Um, she's talking, um, she just recently got diagnosed with bipolar. bipolar. Yeah. Um, has a really good bit about that as mm-hmm. well. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, the other comedian that I'm just like madly in love with because he puts his foot in his mouth every oh fucking God. time. Luke Cudgel. Yes. Yeah. I for, so is he, good. Is he Australian or New Zealand? Uh, I think Australian. Um, but like he is, is so, so funny. Fucking funny. Um, I'm just gonna look it up to make sure. Um, I commented Most on of his TikToks <sighs> are like him asking a question like, "Oh, are you two dating?" And it's like, "No, I'm no, her dad." Yeah. <laughs> um, every time. Um, there's this really cute. Oh, one sorry, with Luke, Luke Kidgel. Kidgel with a yeah. K. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, oh, I think he is from New Zealand. Oh, my bad. Yep, probably. Because he's doing a New Zealand tour. I commented on one of his videos. I was like, so when are you coming to Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada? Because yeah. I want to see your show. Yeah. So I want to go in person. Yeah. Um, maybe one day. Um, Speaking of which, did we talk last week about you went to the Trevor Noah show? Oh my God, no. Okay, so uh, when we recorded last week, it was Monday, and the Trevor Noah show was on Friday. Right? This past Friday? Or was it the Friday before we recorded last? Oh my god. I thought it was the Friday before. Did we just not talk about it? I think we just didn't talk about it. That's so wild. Anyway, so basically, yeah, it was the 14th. So that would have been two weeks ago. Yeah. 
Shit. Yeah, October okay. 14th. So well, we just didn't talk about we it. We just didn't talk about it. But basically what happened was that one of my uh, co-workers, Colleen, I love her. She's incredible and amazing and a mom of three and just like, I love Aww. her so much. Um, we started, now I'm just going to talk about how much I love Colleen. Oh. But like we, when I started, she was my operations leader. And then I became, I also became an operations leader. We had two for a while. Uh-huh. Um, so we worked very closely together for multiple years. And now she is the CEM of, uh, merchandise mm-hmm. at our store. Um, so I just, I love Colleen. Yeah. But her husband, whose name is Brad, that there's a joke in that, but <laughs> I'll, we'll skip by it. <laughs> anyway, um, her husband, whose name is Brad, uh, it, he bought them tickets to, mm. for the original date, but it, then it had to be canceled because, because of, of the Fiona. hurricane, yeah. because of Hurricane Fiona. Um, and so it got rescheduled to the 14th, and they were going to be in Cape Breton. Um, mm. So Brad was supposed to get a refund and never did. And so... <laughs> didn't because he didn't... Do it just or like didn't, didn't, didn't... didn't get around to oh, doing okay. it. Um, so Colleen posted in our uh, Facebook group for our like store. Yeah, we have a private group. Um, being like, I've got Trevor Noah tickets for Friday. Like, can anyone use these? And I immediately was like, Yes, please. Yeah. So I got the tickets, and they were incredible. They were floor seats. Oh. And I have a picture that I'll show Nikki. Um, it's just like a picture of the stage. Well, you're, you'll have to post it to the Instagram I'll, I'll have to. Um, oh, and I added our handles to the Instagram. Oh, yeah. Did you want the B? Look how close we were. What? That's like not even zoomed at all. No, that's crazy. Yeah, so we were really close. Wow. Um, which was, it was just incredible. Uh, really funny. It did have to start a full hour late mm. um, because we had just installed metal detectors. metal detectors. They had installed them literally the day before. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between eight thousand people at a Mooseheads game and like ten to fourteen thousand. Yeah. Was it people. sold out? It was mostly sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a few like empty seats here and there, but like I think the the center itself. Seats like fourteen thousand, uh, just 000. just over eleven thousand. But then they add they add floor seats as well, because that's oh. that's just the seating that exists. Uh, that's not Scotiabank Arena. That's Toronto. We're Scotiabank Center. Yeah, um, but with the floor seats, I think it's closer to like yeah, fourteen fifteen thousand yeah. seats. So, yeah. um, yeah, but they had to start an hour late because Jeez. it took that long to get everyone in. Yeah. Or, like, the vast majority of people in. Right. Um, the openers were funny. They were funny. I will say that. But one of the openers, like, his whole bit was definitely meant for, like, Americans. Because oh. it was all about, like, guns and stuff. Mm. Which, like, <laughs> we're like, oh. Like, it, it was really funny because he was like, any hunters? And there was, like, you know, maybe 50 people were like... <laughs> Like any gun owners, and it was like two people. <laughs> like, <laughs> so Canada, yeah. Um, but he, it was funny. It just, uh, yeah. I, the, it wasn't. I don't think it hit as hard as it could have somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Um, even like in Alberta, where more people hunt or more people own guns or something. Yeah. I don't know why I shit on Alberta all the time, but it's Alberta. It's Alberta. It's Alberta. Alberta. That that premier that they got right. Premier. 
Danielle, what's her face? Oh my god, fuck that bitch. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. That's I, so mean. I see, like, I see a lot of holy shit on fuck. TikTok. It's just like, brag, man. Um, yeah, so we uh, we got these free tickets. We got to go. They were fantastic. I told Colleen, I was like, I, I love you so much. Like, these were incredible tickets. You should tell Brad he did a good job. Yeah. Like, um, But how was Trevor? Hilarious. Incredible. Oh. Uh, he has this whole bit uh, where he talks about, like, pornography mm-hmm. um, and how when he was young and living in Africa, like, living in South Africa, um, like, three or four times a year at, like, midnight, porn would just come on the, like, normal, like, regular channels. What? Um, and so, like, he did this whole explanation about how he'd, like, uh, wait for his mom to like fall asleep to the news and then be like you should go to bed I'll be going to bed right after and then like wait for it to come up because it would come up with like a warning like anyone over 21 or anyone under 21 leave the room now right um because it was a little bit about like the the volume and how like the talking would be like and so he'd be like turning up the volume and it, it would be like super high and you'd still only hear like and then the sex would start and be like like so loud and he'd be like (laughs) it was so funny like really really funny I laughed so hard lots of my face actually hurt by the Mm. end of the night yeah so I love Trevor Noah we saw him my brother bought us tickets like our family yeah um tickets when he came like before the pandemic yeah so I only found out about him like I only discovered him in the pandemic. Because oh. he was doing he was doing the daily show yeah. at home. Yeah. And so My I... mom's been watching him um because she stays up until like midnight or so. So she's yeah. been watching Oh him we don't have at cable. Night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my mom has cable. She's had cable for a while. Um and so she watches his show he like religiously for a while. Right. Like few years. So yeah, when yeah. he came last time we got some tickets. That was really funny. Oh. Uh, we were in the upper bowl, like the very, oh, we were in, like yes. nosebleeds. Yes, yeah. Because they're very expensive tickets. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was a really good time. I can't believe we didn't talk about it last week. I know. I think it's because I told you about it. Yeah, but like I think and then, we had literally texted and I was like, how was Trevor Noah? And you were like, it was great. And then like we just forgot. We just like forgot to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. So, yeah, um, it was a good time. Um, I If you ever get the opportunity to go see him in person, you should definitely go, because mm, he's very funny. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to throw in a shameless plug here. If you have Eastlink, just because cable. I was oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So if you have Eastlink cable, um, the film that I was in, the film that I shot last fall, Sleep Watching, is premiering on Sunday, October 30th at 10pm. <gasps> That's so exciting! Yeah, so this coming Sunday, so like, this podcast will come out on Friday, so two days It'll, from then. Yeah. Um, I don't oh have God. Eastlink, so I have no idea how I'm gonna watch it, but... I don't know how I'm gonna, like, maybe I'll just like, go co-opt my mom's TV. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, know. I literally don't think anyone that I know has Eastlink. Because most people don't even have cable anymore. Well, no. So I don't know if you can buy like a thing on Eastlink website. Mm. I have no idea. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like a little like pass or something yeah. to watch it. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. My mom's disabled, so she's at home all the time. So they have cable because she is home all is the time. home all of the time. Yeah. Um. When where was I on the weekend? Um. Where was I? Where'd you go? 
Oh, I went to Jess's. Oh. Yeah, I went to Jess's <laughs> on Sunday. And we were trying to figure out something to watch. And, um, oh, which leads me into. But, oh, okay. But I went to go on Netflix on my phone because we have my brother's Netflix. And yeah. it was like, please enter your password. And I was like, okay. So I hit my thing. And then it said, password invalid. And I was like, what? So he's been threatening to get rid of his Netflix mm-hmm. for a while just because, like, it's getting expensive. The yeah. content's not great and everything. You have to keep paying for more screens. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and apparently they're getting rid of password sharing soon. Yeah, which is super fucked up. Yeah. And so I texted him. I was like, bro, did you change your Netflix password? He's like, uh, no, I got rid of it. And I'm like, no. no. <laughs> because season, season four of The Sinner just came on. Yeah. And I'm in it. Like, so let me clarify. I am right? background. Like, yeah, but, but you you're can see in me, it. You can see me in two scenes. Um, especially if we you also know what don't to look for. have Netflix right now. Well, and so Andrew's dad has Netflix. And right. so for right now, we're going to use that. But Jess and I started watching this show called The Watcher. Yeah. Have you heard of it? I absolutely have. I'm on the in the true crime community. I oh, absolutely of have then. heard this. Okay. So <laughs> I actually followed the case when it was like the, um, real, the case. real case. Yeah. yeah. And so fucking scary. Fucking terrifying. And so like, I don't like horror in terms of like paranormal and all that sort of stuff and like gory horror this is a psychological thriller psychological thing okay so let me give a little rundown in case you don't know what the watcher is yeah um so basically this couple with their the two kids so in the in the netflix version they have two but in real life they have three kids okay so this couple uh and their three kids moved into a house and then they started getting letters letters that were very very specific to them like um, talking about their kids' names, ages, the schools they went to. Their pastimes. Their pastimes, what they would be doing in and around the house. Um, I remember there was this one quote that's so creepy where he was like, thank you for bringing me young, young blood. blood. Yeah. Which is so fucking creepy. I'm assuming it's a man, sorry, but. True. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, but basically it was just like they had this person who was constantly watching them, constantly and, watching their house. And he called himself the, or he, they called themselves, themselves the, the watcher. watcher. Like what they signed off their letters as the watcher. Yeah. And um, basically this family like did everything they could really like they contacted security police cameras. they got security cameras they but there was never and it's not like it was mailed to them like it was like put in yeah their, there was no stamp on it yeah somebody came up and like slipped it in their mailbox or their like mail slot why or didn't they put a security camera on the mailbox i think they did oh i don't know in the show they, in the show <laughs> okay. they didn't so. yeah but i think they did and it was just like it never caught the person because they Maybe knew. Maybe they gave the letter at a different time. Yeah, like. They gave it to the post person. I don't know. But um, basically, they lost a shit ton of money trying to sell this house. I'm only four episodes into this okay. show. I still have three left. So yeah. don't spoil it for me. I won't. I won't. But, like, they lost a shit ton of money. They Yeah. And that's very obvious in even the first four episodes. That Yeah. You know. Um, um, because they tried to sell the house, but people, like, knew about this problem. Uh, and were leery of, like, getting a house that's being, like, stocked, essentially. Yeah, 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 um, Because the letters are concerning. Like, they, very. they're very creepy, very much like, thank you for for giving me your <laughs> lives, essentially. <laughs> and it's super creepy. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, so bless you. Thank you. Um, um, so, yeah, the, the case is essentially that someone's 
house was stocked essentially. Yeah. Did so did they ever solve the case? No. It's oh. never been solved. They have never found the person who did this. Uh spoilers for you, but like someone else moved in and also got a concerning letter. Okay, well, and that was gonna be my question. Yeah. Did the person who moved in after get yeah, more letters? It wasn't about the family per se. It's about the house. It's about the house. Yeah. And I mean, have you watched the show? No. Okay, so... Oh, sorry. Because I don't have Netflix. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, In the first four episodes, it's like every single fucking person that is introduced in this family's life is suspicious. It's... They're so... This whole like, neighborhood is real suspicious. Right? Like, like, you get these weird vibes from everybody. Like, they all are very interesting personalities. Mm. Um, the cast itself is like star not i'm gonna say star studded like you've seen you've seen all of these people people in a lot of yeah like they're very good actors um and it's just like like i said i don't normally like like jump scares or things like that but this one is just like by the end of the fourth episode i was like on the edge of the seat of the couch like just like oh my god and Um, this happened in real life like they, they barely changed anything yeah like every time that they read from a letter that's actually specifically from the letters they received right um so like all the creepy ass quotes are legit what they were sent yeah and like um they changed their last name and the fact that they they made it two kids instead of three kids um but those were like the only two kind of details details that like the um family themselves asked for right like asked to be changed right um, but, like, the family's name is available. Oh, like, yeah. It's the Brodace... Brod- oh, my God. It's, like, B-R-O-D-D-A-U-S or something. Oh, but the in the show, it's in the story, very it's similar. It's, like, Brackton or something. Um, what is my phone downloading? The Watcher. Television miniseries. Um, Bro- Broadus? It's B-R-O-A-D-D-U-S. Oh, and in the show, it's Brannock. Yeah. B-R-A-N-N-O-C-K. Yeah. So. But it's like, it's Naomi Watts, Jennifer Coolidge, like, it's all of these people are playing, um, and so you can read, you can read the article that this is based off of on, uh, at thecut.com. It's called The Watcher, The True Story of Haunt, of the Haunting of 60... 657 Boulevard. Which, okay, so that, like, I know it doesn't matter, but the fact that the address is 657 Boulevard. Yeah, it's weird. Boulevard what? What like Boulevard? Boulevard Drive? What Boulevard? Like, what Boulevard? oh my God, it drives me nuts. Every time they're like, the family at 657 Boulevard. And I'm like, Boulevard We're what? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> no. It's very annoying. Yeah, I um, know. But yeah, it's really fascinating. I remember, um, when it came out, because people were in the true crime community were basically like, how do they not know? Like, how do they not know who this person is? How do they not know? Like, they had to have interviewed neighbors and whatever. Because, like, the level of detail that they have about this family um, means that, like, they probably know this family. Like, this was probably just a neighbor who yeah. is watching them all the time and writing letters to them, really creepy fucking letters or to them. Or it's a set of na- like it's yeah, all the it's like the like, whole neighborhood. Like, like who knows? But like I don't know. You can see and feel the, the paranoia that builds, yes. and it's well, just wouldn't like it? oh, of course. Like if you started getting these letters, wouldn't you suspect every neighbor yeah. ever? Yeah, but like, like their their whole lives 
just it's like unraveling yes. little by little and it's like yeah to to watch it happening is just like and so at the end of the, I won't spoil anything but yeah. at the end of the the last episode the way that one of the videos cuz like they have security cameras yeah. so the way that one of the videos is edited to get edited together it reminds me of like the ring style yeah you know what i mean yeah. and i'm like so I said, I'm like, I'm fairly confident that this show is not about haunting. It's not like about it's about real it is, people. It is. Um, but the way that it's edited together, it, it makes it look like, like a haunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, this is very interesting. Yeah, and it, it. I just think of the the family and just like how much that must have fucking sucked. Yeah, like you've got three young kids. And a stalker, apparently. Yeah. yeah. And the real family lived there for, like, four years. or five years. Yeah. And part of it was, like, they had to. Right. They couldn't. Because um, they couldn't, like, yeah. sell it. They couldn't get anyone to buy it. So they, like, they had to stay for a while. And then I think they just took a loss on it and sold it for way under market value. Yeah. Which happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Watch <sighs> The Watcher. It's really it's good. It's really good. Um, there's only seven episodes. Yeah. Um, it's just like a little Netflix limited series thing. Um, yeah. So. If you have Netflix. Or steal someone's password until they crack down. Because, <laughs> I mean, yeah, do it. Yeah. Um, can I get you to grab me a Kleenex? No. Please. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Oh, but please. No, I'm just like, the more I sit here, I'm like, my nose is just getting stuffier and stuffier. Thank you. No problem. Um, books. Books. You want to talk about books? I can actually talk about a book this week. Friends. That's so exciting. Um, not a finished book, but I can talk about a book. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Uh, how many books did you read? Just two. Just two. Um, why don't you do one? I'll do mine, and then you okay. do your other one. Okay. Okay. So, um, I got to literally like. Friday, I want to say. Yep. And went, ooh, I haven't read a single thing. Uh-huh. And uh, I was just, I was at work and I was thinking like, oh God, like what am I going to read? Uh, and I looked down and on the table in front of me was <laughs> Court of the Vampire Queen by Katie Roberts. Ask and you shall receive. Um, Wait, you've read other Katie Roberts. I have. Yeah. So I read her Dark Olympus series. Right. Um, which is like Neon Gods, Electric Idol. Mm. There's another one coming out too. Right. And a, a fourth one. I can't... Wicked Beauty was Wicked, number three. Yes. Um, uh, and I've also read one of her like monster fucking books. Right. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Okay. <clears throat> How was this one? Good. Good. <laughs> I love... Yeah. Okay. So it, uh, it started as three novellas. Um, so she released it originally as three novellas and then uh, basically just put it in one book and sold it. Right. Uh, so it is told in three parts, Sacrifice, Heir, and Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is about uh, Mina, who is a dampier, um, which is like a half vampire, half uh, human. Okay. Um, and... She is magicless, so her father kind of treats her like shit. Mm. Um, and she, the book starts with her literally being being just like given to a vampire named Malachi, um, and he is a bloodline vampire. So he was actually born a vampire rather than being turned. Interesting. Um, and the bloodlines are kind of dying out. 
so her father is also a bloodline vampire and wants to basically use her to get power over Malachi. Um, and so she's given to, to Malachi basically as a blood bank and a incubation tube, like, like to have his children. Great. Uh, so there's a, there's a trigger warning, like a content warning at the start of the book that basically is like, um, <laughs> like blood play, um, like dubious consent, like a couple of other things. Right. So definitely read the content warnings before you read this. Cause I know like I barely have any trigger warnings, but like mm. definitely, definitely do that. Just check it. Um, so this is actually a reverse harem. Um, so Mina has multiple partners. So it starts with Malachi. Uh, when vampires, especially bloodline vampires, bite you, uh, their bite is orgasmic. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know. Is that a well-known fact or is that something? That's, di- okay, so in paranormal romance. Yeah, I was going to say, a well-known fact in, like, paranormal Yeah, lore. that's pretty common to have it in paranormal romance that it's, like, arousing or orgasmic or, like, some sort of, like reason why people would want to be bitten right rather than like just fear yeah yeah yeah. um so mina and malachi kind of have like a strange relationship in the beginning because malachi's also been like locked in his house for years Mm -hmm. um but then malachi's friend and sometimes lover wolf comes to the house Mm uh and that night they uh like malachi and wolf start having sex and then mina starts like watching them and then eventually joins in um so it's fun good times yeah yeah (laughs) um and then a little bit after that ryland comes into the picture so malachi wolf and ryland are all they're all bloodline vampires um and they're all like they've been best friends and lovers throughout the centuries right so this is a true like polycule where everyone's sleeping with everyone else right okay um and basically the storyline is that so sacrifice starts where they're trying to break the spell that's holding malachi in his house and then air they're trying to uh get mina pregnant so that she can like challenge her father for ruling of the vampire Mm. line whatever reasons (laughs) um and then queen is basically her trying to kill her father so it, it was really good it was really spicy uh lots of just like sex and stuff because it's like a breeding kink story as well so like they're trying to get her pregnant right um if you're not into that that's fine because there's a lot of just like talk about like cum leaking and like lots of sometimes gross things yeah, so ew. yeah <laughs> not 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 my favorite. always my favorite but i did really like this one and i rationalized myself into reading it for a witchy october because they have magic yay <laughs> so malachi's magic is fire uh wolf's magic is blood related and then Ryland is, I think he's brain, like, neurological, but I, I don't, I never really got what his power was, really. Interesting. So, is it I don't know. obvious that there's going to be another one? 
No, this is like a finished oh, for sure. Okay. Um, they do like at the very end. There's like a a thing pro not prologue pre epilogue. epilogue. Oh my god. <laughs> um, an epilogue about their happy happily ever after. Right. Um, <laughs> it's. <laughs> Also, uh, like, mate bonding as well, because Mm -hmm. she ends up not being half vampire, half human, but instead half vampire, half seraphim, which is uh, angels. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I know what this means. Yep. So, um, the the sacrifice that they major, I'm just, I always spoil. You're so spoiling. So spoilers. But um, we'll put it in the description. Basically, like the way that they wake up her seraph side is by having a foursome that overwhelms her with desire until her power breaks through. So, like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so really, it's really good. Um, if you like Katie Roberts stories, like you're going to like this one. Um, it's very much in her wheelhouse of like spicy, erotic, Mm. like paranormal. So yeah, Yeah. it was good. I enjoyed it. Nice. Very good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I started reading... The Witch in Willow Hall by yeah. Hester Fox. Yeah. Um, because we'd been talking about I forget which book we the... read. I yeah, read. You read. Uh, I a didn't. lullaby for witches. Right. And so in that, what were you saying? Because because this one, The Witch in Willow Hall, is about Lydia. Yeah. So it it mentions Lydia because Lydia is one of the characters' ancestors. Okay. Yeah. Because it's yeah. it's definitely. Like, 1800. I think she's Augusta's ancestor. Okay. So, uh, the main character, or one of the main characters in A Lullaby for Witches is Augusta. Yeah. Um, who's, like, our modern-day protagonist. And then we have Margaret, who was, like, the past-timey protagonist. Right. Um, so Lydia is Augusta's ancestor. Yeah. Okay. Um, because it's in, like, I, I'm pretty sure it's, like, early 1800s. Yeah. 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 Um, and so I am almost done chapter seven. Mm-hmm. Eight, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not very far in because I'm a slow freaking reader. Um, but there is shit going on. Oh, because <coughs> I'm Thank you. There is shit going on that is very, and it makes me wonder if I'm like, am I just really good at picking this up or is it really obvious? Mm-hmm. Um, because the foreshadowing and the hinting of things is like so obvious, but also unclear like Like, there's enough mystery in it for you to be like oh i wonder where they're going with this but also also enough for because this is i'm basing this on a lot of witches as well where like her foreshadowing is very much like you know what's gonna happen but it might not happen exactly the way you think it's going to. and maybe that's what it's gonna be because like um you know like something happens like this scandal that they keep referencing and I feel very confident I know what it is just mm-hmm. based on a couple of the things that have mm-hmm. been said. Um, and like things that have happened after the fact, like yeah. the ramifications. I'm, I'm also, like, I'm like tiptoeing around. I'm like, I'm not spoiling. I also am pretty sure that I know what the scandal is because I've because read, you've read all of my yeah, yeah. Well, then I will off air. Tell me. Confirm it with yeah. you. 
Um, and so, you know, there's that, like there's the scandal where I'm like, okay, can you just say what the scandal is instead of just referring it to, as, as the, the scandal? Sc- like, like capital the scandal. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, ugh. Um, but then there are other, like, you know, um, again, not spoiling anything, not giving too many details. Not like, being Brianna. Not- <laughs> I was not saying that. <laughs> but, like, um, you know, Lydia, the main character, she's she's off doing something. And it's very obvious that this one thing is being affected by her, whereas other things that would be considered similar are not being affected by her. Mm-hmm. And, like, her mom has made comments of, no, you don't do that. That's not ladylike. Yeah. And she's, really quote, unquote, confused by that. But it's yeah. just, like... Something like and like you know that probably Lydia is a witch. A witch, yeah. You, you know you she's get probably that very is the witch. Yeah, of, of Willow Hall. Yeah, yeah. you get it. <laughs> yeah, you get that idea very early on. But there are things that happen that make me think that it's not Lydia or mm. that it's more than just Lydia. Yeah, I think Hester Fox does a pretty good job of of that. Yeah, where it's like. The, like I said, like the foreshadowing is very much, this is going to happen. You know it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm heavy, heavy handed. Yeah. In it. But also maybe not. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> enough doubt in it for you to just like keep reading because you, you want to know how it unfolds. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I mean, I guess the general thing is like Lydia is the middle daughter of three. So her older sister is Catherine and her younger sister is Emmeline. And there seems to be quite a age gap between them Mm -hmm. like the oldest like Catherine is 22 at this point and Emmeline is eight Mm. and Lydia I think is probably like late teens yeah maybe maybe like 1920 to be fair um there was still like a very high level of like infant mortality and like that kind of thing yeah um so like oh I'm so sorry there's a brother in there too Charles but I don't know where he like, Land? where's the... Yeah. You know the three sisters, but you don't know where Charles yeah. is in, like, Bird Yeah, because um, yeah. Charles, Charles has left. Again, Charles has left, but that is all veiled in mystery, mystery. and shadow and, yeah. and sad emotion. But I'm like, why? Um, and so, anyway, they... No, I, I'm like, I don't know how to talk about this without... Like, spoiling things? To be fair, you are still, like, quite early in the book, so you probably It's could. true. Well, and so, like, the first chapter, they live in Boston. Mm-hmm. But the second chapter, they've moved out of Boston, and it's a few years later mm-hmm. because of the, the scandal. scandal. And Charles is no longer there. Yeah. Like, I believe, and I, I may not have even paid much attention to it, Charles was talked about in the first chapter, but then in the second chapter, it's like, like oh, Charles left. Yeah. And so, it's just like, okay... Um, and the first chapter was not long. I was actually very excited at how short the chapter was because short chapters make me motivated to keep reading. You're like, oh my God, I yeah, I'm making progress. Yeah. Long chapters make me feel like it's never going to end yeah. and that I'm just like dragging on. Um, and so anyway, yeah, I want to keep reading it. Um, cause I want to find out what's going on. Like, um, what is the scandal? The, yeah. Where the, is Charles? The, the family <laughs> dynamic is very... 
um, like stilt- consistent. Yeah. yeah. Like it's very like stilted cons- almost. Yeah. Like, you know. I found that as well, like with Margaret's family. Yeah. Like it's very stilted and it's partially like just the time period. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like the dad is very much the businessman and mm-hmm. always at work and the mom is home trying to. Making sure her girls aren't hoiding. Yeah. Or like whatever. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm That's just. old timey word. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I, like I will say the writing itself, like it is definitely not. Is this a double ne- negative? It is not anachronistic. Yeah. So, like, the writing and the dialogue and any everything like is that. Is very much, like, of the time Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it doesn't feel like a modern retelling yes. of an 1820s story. Yes. Like, the thoughts, the descriptions, yeah. the way that the words are just woven together, it feels very... Yes. Period. Yeah. So I found that as well. I had briefly started re- reading The Widow of Pale Harbor. Mm-hmm. And that's also set in the early whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know the time period. But like in the 1800s. Yeah. Um, and so I found that as well with that book. And it actually made it a little hard because I've been reading a lot of modern stories. Mm. So I didn't actually continue. I still have it at home. I'm going to read it. But yeah. like... I didn't actually continue reading it because I just needed another modern story. Like, right. I wasn't in the, the mind frame of, like, an old-timey yeah. story. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, But, yeah, very yeah. much, like, she understands how to to talk and write and yeah. do all that of that time Right, period. like, she very much understands what the thoughts and worries and everything of, like, of young girls in that time would be. Yeah. And I think there's a reason for that. Like, I think I read in her. Yeah. So she has a background in historical archaeology and museum work. Oh, well, that makes so sense. So her then. background literally is in that time period yeah. and to know the like ins and outs of society. Like, society. And, yeah. So um, that's why I think that she has such a grasp on how to write that time is because yeah. it's literally like her background and her schooling is in historical archaeology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like <clears throat> if I didn't know, I would think that this book was written yeah, in, in that, that time, time period. period. Yeah, very um, much like if you've ever read like Jane Austen yes. or like on any, any of the Brontes, like... Yeah. Um, it very much has that a similar feel to it, yeah. um, with a little bit of modernity. Yeah, modernity. modernity yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's the right word. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, I'm a tenth of the way through this book. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm like definitely not a quarter of the way through this book. But you're still liking it. But I'm still liking it. Good. Um, and I'm trying to read it a little bit more. I'm I'm technically on vacation this week. Um, I say technically because I taught a few lessons. Last like night, makeup like makeup lesson. lessons, and yeah. I'm teaching a few tonight. Um, but you but, have most of the rest of the week. Yeah, like after free. after tonight, like I'm off for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to Lunenburg tomorrow for Exciting. a night, and so I th- I'll bring my book and um, we'll, we'll get some reading. Yeah, and, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I read so much when I was on vacation in Toronto, mm-hmm. and it was so nice. Yeah, and I I'm just like, why can't I do that in my regular life? Like, why is it only on vacation? Is it just, like, my brain is like, no, no, no. No, you have to be well, productive. Well, I think you, yeah, probably. Like, um, I know for me, I basically replaced my social media time with reading time. Which is, like, very mm. healthy. Yeah. Because I was on social media, like, so, so much. Like, basically any time that I wasn't, like, physically at work, I was on social media. Yeah. 
Um, and that's, it was not great for my mental health. So I picked up books again and mm. really was just like, it's time to read instead. So, yeah, I think yeah. I need to start putting self-imposed limits on my social media again. Cause I used to have an app blocker. That would be like, no, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. After two hours, the app blocker would just be like, well, you've reached your limit. You can't use this anymore Sorry. for the day. Um, and, and actually I think I had it set. So it was like 8am to like 8 p.m. or 10 p.m. or something and so like for that time I only had two hours yeah because I will doom scroll until the, the freaking cows come yes home. forever yeah and it's just because I'm bored yeah and long chapters make me bored yeah so like I will <laughs> I will say I'm happy because even her chapters that are a little bit longer are still they like, have those little breaks in them where it's like the scene shifts through. a little yeah. bit yeah um and like I would know where I'm where, I've where you stopped. are visu visually on yeah. a page. On a page, yeah. 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 Um, I don't often have that problem because I speed read. So I just sit down four hours later and get a book. So I wish. Not even four, most days. But I really need to find out if I can learn at my ripe old age of 33. I'm not old, folks. I know that. But, you know, You're I'm not seven. Absolutely ancient yeah I know right I know (laughs) (laughs) my body feels like it um but like I need to figure out if if I'm too old to learn speed reading so like I think you can it's I think it's a skill you can learn because like whenever they do those little like reading to speed reading tests on like TikTok and stuff I can do them absolutely no problem but if I'm reading a book I don't know if it's because I can see all of the words at once like I'm not just reading one word at a time yeah I don't know. It is easier to just read one word on a screen at a time. Yeah. But is that your my foot? foot? I'm so sorry. That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> I was like, um, I was like rubbing your chair for a while and then I just put my foot a little bit further in. And it was my foot. It was your foot. That's fine. Um, so yeah, The Witch in Willow Hall by Hester Fox. Yeah. Yeah. So far so good. And I like cool. the, the pages because the side of the book is like all different lengths of paper. <gasps> yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. I know there are some people that are very purist and they want that like flat cut edge. But, yeah. yeah. So they're called unfinished edges. Yeah. I because like they're not cut smooth. Right. Um, but I do love unfinished edges. Yeah. I think they're beautiful. Yeah. Me too. Like yeah. if I had, if I had a library of unfinished pages, I would yeah. not, I would not put them on the shelf spy note. I would put them in page out. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, speaking of putting them, this page out, um, I saw a person be like, why would you ever do this? And so somebody had commented underneath saying, um, well, it's my Zoom background, but I read exclusively erotica. And I was like, <laughs> legit. That legit. is very fair. <laughs> very fair. Um, I was just looking at my shelf because I have a few poetry books. Yeah. Um, like by Rupi Cower. I think Rumi, it's... Rumi Cower? Ru- it's Rupi. Rupi. But I... It's core. Core. Maybe? Okay. Um, and then one from R.H. Sin, which I forgot I had a book by R.H. Sin. Yeah. Um, but the two core books are by two different publishers. Yeah, because uh, she published her first one. So the first one, Milk and Honey, was published originally self-published, and then it was picked up by a small printing press. Is that and what that little owl face thing yeah. is? Okay. Um, and then it was picked up by a bigger... Simon & Schuster. Yeah. So I think that the, the, um... R.H. Sin? Yeah. It's, it's like an imprint. So those are, 
they're owned by big printing corporations. So, like, they're probably owned by Simon & Schuster. But an imprint is, like, they, um, they're, like, a smaller publishing house, basically, mm-hmm. within a larger uh, company. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for example, Indigo has their own imprint called Indigo Press. Right. Um, but, like... Imprint or imprint? Im with an uh, M. Okay, yeah. Imprint. Why are you not a publisher? I don't know. I need to try to get into that because honestly, like, <laughs> like that you sounds know so much. And I, I could read so many new works, like, or an editor to, yeah, or something. I need to figure out how to get into that we'll role. Ch- we'll figure this out. Maybe I'll I'll reach out to my Harper Collins peeps. Yeah. And be like, how do you get into this? How do I do this? Yeah. What do I need to also become an editor? At publisher. A publisher slash yeah. whatever. Yeah. Because that would be pretty sick. Yeah. And I already know it from like the sales aspect of it, like the, the selling side. Yeah. So. Would you publish my book? I would absolutely publish your <laughs> book. Great. I just need to fucking finish it. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God. Actually... I was going to ask you, so now I'll just ask you on, in person, sure. on the podcast. Put me on the spot. Um, no, did kidding. you want to get together one day and, like... Have a body um, double writing session? Yeah. 100%. But also, like, to sit down and just, like, talk through our books and write, like, timelines of our books. A hundred, a thousand okay. percent. Fantastic. Perfect. Because I have a notebook over there that I brought to set with me yeah. one day when I was doing Washington yeah. Black that I was trying to write out the timeline for my yeah. book, and I was like... You need someone to, like, bounce yeah, it off Yeah, I do. Of. I'm such yeah. a verbal processor. Um, Perfect. But we'll what schedule I was, that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but what I was going to say, um, the other night I was laying in bed and I, like, you know how the brain has these great ideas right before yes. bed? And every time I'm like, I'll remember it. It's you fine. You, you never do. You, you absolutely never do. You need to make a voice memo yes. or write it down or yeah. something. So I need to start keeping, like, a notepad by my bed. Yeah. But I got out of bed and I wrote it down on my... Um, you're like notes on, app or whatever. On my yeah, on my Google Keep and um like read the last bullet point there. So this is for my historical fiction. Ooh. Yeah. I like that line. Because she never wanted a husband. Nice. And I was just like And now Ooh. she can now she can live with her best friend. Right. Her companion. Yes. 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 So it just came to me and I was like, and I got, I just got chills thinking about it again. Sorry, friends, you're going to have to wait till it's out. Sorry. But but like, it's, yeah. So I was very excited about that. And so I, I want to write more about that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. We should get together and do like a buddy session where we just like chat about our books and then write a little and. What are you doing? Are you working on Saturday? Um, uh, maybe. Well, okay, I'll check it out. Yeah, I don't remember because I have an audition in the morning really? in Halifax, and then yeah. I have dance in the afternoon in Halifax. So I Ooh. don't want to come home. So you could between. So I have house. a few hours, or we or can we meet could the go, library. Oh, library! Library would probably be better. Right, I don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> um, or a coffee oops. shop, or whatever. Uh, yeah, no, we should. We okay. should. We should. Let me. I'm just gonna check right this second. You're all privy to this date yeah, setting. I, I work until one that day. Is that too late? I have dance at three forty-five. Okay. So okay. we got okay. a couple hours. Okay. 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 All right. Let's let's do a tentative like, not even tentative. Let's let's. Yeah, I was like, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Okay. Uh, we'll figure out where later. Yeah. Off 
off air. camera. Yeah, we're not on camera. We're not on camera. Off air. Off air. Yeah. Okay. So. Cool. Thanks for listening to us, like rearrange time to hang out. <laughs> uh, we won't triangulate where we're gonna hang out. No. Well, people just like pop up. Yeah. Um, what was your other book that you read? Okay. Also, just throwing this out here, um, Brianna oh has God. this beautiful um, constellation-y notebook that it, she's been writing her... I immediately just said she like twice and my brain went, wait, she? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like, yeah. Um, and so... Almost every, like, there's one page left in this notebook. There's one page left. And this notebook is huge. Well, it's not, it's not that big. It's a lot of, how many pages is this notebook? I have no idea. Does it say? No. Okay. It's a lot of pages. Yeah. To be fair, I have written, like, 111, uh, well, okay. So, it's actually, like, 104 descriptions, but then six of them are on one page. So, whatever that is. So, there's, like, 200 pages. No, there's like a hundred pages. Yeah, but the page is counted on both sides. Yeah, but I only do like one entry per page. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, it took me a second to like understand what like, you wait, meant by that. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. So anyway, I only have one page left in this journal, but I already have another one. I bought it from work. It's great. I also bought this one from work. So. Also, speaking of um, constellations, it is Scorpio season. It is my it is. season. It is I'm your season. So fucking exciting. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Other book. So I read um, Extra Witchy by oh. Anna Guire. I wonder if it's a witchy book. I wonder. Um, so I talked about this like a couple of weeks ago. Um few weeks ago with Boss Witch. Oh, yes. So I have now read, this is like the third book in kind of this world series okay. situation. Yep. So it starts with Witch Please, then Boss Witch, and now Extra Witchy. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Witch Please is about Danica and um, falling in love with her baker named Titus. Um, and then the next, like, Boss Witch is about Clementine or Clem falling in love with her witch hunter gavin and then this one is another one of their cousin cousins coven members mm-hmm. <laughs> um leanne so in both boss witch and uh witch please there's a little like throwaway that one of their coven members goes and gets married like goes away for a weekend and gets married and comes back with her third husband right um so this is that story okay so it's the story of leanne and trevor um, so Leanne wants to run for city council, but to do that, she feels like she has to be married because she has two divorces under her belt and she wants to appear to be like stable and whatever. So she's right. like, I want to get married again. Um, but she doesn't really believe in romance anymore and like doesn't really believe in like long term relationships because again, she's been divorced twice. Right. So she's <laughs> so like, relationship she's a little- of convenience. Twice burned. Right. Like once shy yeah. or whatever. Yeah. The fuck that. I once burned twice shy is the actual. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I have a lot of weird old timey. No, but like, like I've I've definitely heard it, but my brain's trying to make sense of it and it's not. Once, yeah. Once burned twice, twice shy. shy. Because like the second time you're more like 
held back or something. I don't know. Mm. It doesn't really make sense in the way that it's said. I know. Um, but it, like, it, I understand what it's trying to say. It's just like, maybe that's not actually the... Once burned, so you say once bitten, twice shy, when you want to indicate that someone will not do something a second time because they had a bad experience the first time they did it. So yeah. it's once bitten, twice shy. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, I get it. It, like, makes sense, but it also, I don't know, words are weird. My, yeah, my brain's still, I'm just like, uh, okay. Yeah. So, Leanne works for the city, she is, but she wants to quit her job working for the city and run for city council, because she thinks that she can make some changes. Mm -hmm. She also suspects that her boss, the mayor, is skimming off the top, (gasps) Uh, so she's like, if I can get onto city council, I can maybe stop him from doing that. Um, So, she needs a husband, Mm -hmm. she wants a husband. Um, She goes to a party that Danica throws... To introduce Titus to her coven members. Right. Um, and at that same party, Clem invites the witch hunter and tries to make it appear like they're not a coven. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, basically all three of these books happen at the exact same time. Like, they're... Oh. They like all, crossovers of each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, they you can read them absolutely as standalones, or you can read all of them and get, like... The layers of what's happening all at the same time. Cool. Because I think that she's probably also going to do a story about uh, Titus and Trevor's friend Dante. And then another coven member. Mm-hmm. Um, because Dante's like a single parent. And then the other coven member whose name I cannot remember right now. <laughs> uh, is like also a single parent. And they hook up sometimes. Mm, right. So... Um, I feel like that's also coming because they've been mentioned a little bit more in Extra Witchy. So I'm like, okay. Okay. In the same way that, like, Leanne was mentioned a little bit more in Clementine's story. Like, yeah. Right. So, but Clementine, not Clementine, Leanne meets Trevor at Danica's party. Right. And her opening line to him is like, hey, you want to become my third husband? Like, as a joke. Yeah. Um... But then he replies really sweetly with, like, maybe my qualifications are this. Mm. And so it's a really cute moment. Um, He also has, like, criminally low self-esteem. So he uh, got dumped by, like, a long-time on-again, off-again girlfriend. Um, And it just really sent him down into this spiral where, like, uh, combined with his parents being shitty people... He just feels worthless and, like, why would anybody ever love him? And he now mm. lives, like, in his parents' half-finished basement because when he moved in, they just stopped renovating it. And, like, yeah, his parents are shit. No kidding. Like, his parents uh, prefer his older brother over him and, like, constantly tell Trevor that, like, he's not doing a good job, like, being a human, basically. Nice. Um, but also Trev is just, like, a sensitive person in a family of, like, shitty hunters. So... <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, I just I shot you. No. So Trevor's, like, uh, really can't understand why Leanne wants him at all. Right. Like, even a little bit. Right. Um, but they end up hooking up at that party in the bathroom. Um, and then later she, like, invites him to come over, but, like, her mom has unexpectedly come into town and is staying with her, so they go to a hotel. Um, and they don't actually have sex at the hotel at all. Like, they just uh, cuddle and fall asleep and then, like, go to work the next morning. Um, but then Leanne starts thinking, like, ooh, like, maybe 
I can get him out of his parents' house mm-hmm. and like into a place where he can just decide what he wants to do. He can do he can be my house husband. Like do all of the mm. cooking and cleaning and like um help me with my campaign for city council and um in return I get to look good to voters because I'm now married. Right. You know? So she proposes to him like almost a marriage of convenience. Yeah. Where, like, let's get married. You get out of your parents' house. I, I get, get a city. husband. I get a husband. Yeah. It, win-win. Right. Um, so Trev is like, okay. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Like, I don't know why you want this. Like, I don't yeah. know why you want me, but let's do it. Yeah. Um, I'll, you know, I'm happy to stay at home and cook for you and be your background support and your first husband and, like, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, or first gentleman, is that what they call it when it's, like, a female president? Because uh, it's like first lady. First lady. So I think it's like first gentleman. We've never actually yeah, had we, it. I have no happen idea. in the not maybe not in the world, but like definitely not. But in, in the Western the world, yeah. yeah. Um. So it's just such a sweet, sweet book. Yeah. And it it uh like flip flops like the um the gender norms of like this kind of story because mm-hmm. usually it's like some kind of like shy um like, down-on-herself woman who gets picked up by, like, a strong business-type man and, like, allows her to come into her her own and whatever. Yeah. And so it's, like, a gender-swapped version of that where Leanne is very secure in who she is and what she wants and where she wants her future to go Mm -hmm. um, and basically is, like, constantly reaffirming to Trevor that, like, yes, she wants him. Yes, she likes him. Like, you know. Right. He can do anything he wants. Here's the space and time to do it. Yeah. So, it's really beautiful. Um, a lot of Trevor's, like, inner thoughts were, like, almost, like, my thoughts reflected on the page. Like, just, you could tell that he's, like, deep in a depression Mm. and, like, um, just really low self-esteem. But, Another really great thing is that they don't use the relationship to, like, just fix Trevor. Like, it definitely gives him the space and confidence to, like, start making changes in his own life. Yeah, because he's not at home. Yeah, but, like, he goes to therapy on his own. He sells his car to buy a bike so that he can have some money to contribute to the household. And, like, it's all of these really nice, like, moments of just... He took accountability He took accountability and, uh... But sometimes you need someone to, like, give you the opportunity yeah, to do so. absolutely. Like, for example, I I have really low self-esteem in general, but my last 10 years with Tristan has really, like, rounded off those edges yeah. of, like, the bad thoughts. Right. Like, I still have them for sure, mm. but they're not as bad as they were when I met Tristan. Right. It's like you don't need someone to save you. You just no. need someone to help you To save, be a support for yourself. myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to be someone there to support the Your, work that I'm yes, doing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So I really liked yeah. it. I've loved all three of these books. I think they're fantastic romances. Um, I just, I love the way that all of these people have very, like, specific and different personalities. Because, mm-hmm. like, Clem is very, like, uptight, needs to be in control all the time. Um, Danica's very, like, flighty and, like, mm. you know. And then Leanne's just so sure of herself. Like, she's just so sure about what she wants and, like, who she is, and very unapologetic about that as well. Like, Uh um, she's very upfront, even in, like, their sexual activity, very much like, this is what I want 
from mm, you. Right. And so I loved it. It was yeah. really good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I can't stop yawning, and I don't know why. Well, I do know why. I'm really tired. But, um, like, I've been taking these melatonin pills. Yeah, to and go to sleep at to, night. Well, not, and not every night, but, like, these specific ones, like, this specific brand causes such vivid dreams. Oh, I barely dream anymore. Um, what? Or Well, okay. I barely remember my dreams, mm. but uh, I'm sure I do dream. I just don't remember them. Um, part, part of That's a side effect of, of cannabis use. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I woke up in the middle of the night, and Andrew was very tossy-turny, and so I tried to get back to sleep, but I'm, like, the princess in the pea. And if so, something, if it's not exactly right, you can't go to I sleep. I can't go to sleep. And so I went to the spare room and I put Buffy on my iPad. Um, and I just a nice comfort show. I know it yeah. is. It is a comfort show. Um, I love Spike. <laughs> I'm in the second season. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what is his name? James Marsters. Yes, 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 yes. Yep. Yeah. And he's not actually English. And Juliet Landau, who plays, um, fuck, what's her name? Somebody's yelling it at me right now. Oh, <laughs> God, what's her name? Just listen into the future. Um, Juliet Landau, she played Drusilla. Oh, yeah. She's a freaking ballerina. <gasps> and it makes so much sense with, like, some of the body movements that she does. Very, like, classically trained. Yeah, like, but mm. also not English. Like, she and James Marsters are both American, oh. but their characters are very English. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's, I mean... I just, I love the, the drama because, like, you know, I, I mean, oh, this is kind of... The show has been out for okay, so many listen. years. This is no longer a spoiler. If but if you feel like we're spoiling Buffy for you... Um, you had 20 you plus had 20 years, years, to years to watch, watch it. it. <laughs> 25 years to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, Drusilla is a vampire who is with Spike, the other vampire. Um, but Angel was the one who turned, like, Angel, yeah. Angel is also known as Angelus, like, from his early days, because he's an old vampire. Um, and he's the one who turned Drusilla. Um, but I remember there was a comment, like, there's a line where um, somebody is like, oh, you know, you turned Drusilla? And he's like, yeah, but first I made her crazy. Or first I made her lose her mind or something oh. like that. Which is why, like, Drusilla as a vampire is, is like... Shit sadistic mm. batshit like oh yeah like she is not right It'll, and spike's whole mission yeah. is making her better yeah in in a lot of vampire um like lore and uh like mythology like the mythos of vampires a lot of it is that like becoming a vampire just heightens whatever like insanity you already have or like or whatever, it just like whatever personality traits. foibles traits whatever yeah. um it just like heightens them so like if you're already possessive you'll become exceedingly possessive if you're already, uh, if you're like, already crazy yeah. yeah yeah and so you know as a human drusilla went insane and then angel turned her into a vampire yeah and so she is just like evil incarnate yeah. Um, but it's so good. I just, I don't know. I love it. But then, you know, Angel gets cursed by the gypsies to feel everything, I uh, think, is his curse. Yeah. Um, and so he stops being this tyrannical evil force that he was. 
Um, and gets that, like, regret. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, is, is he the person that plays... David Boreanaz. Yeah, okay, so he plays Booth on in Bones. Bones. Yeah. 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 I love Bones. I know. I've seen, I've seen most of it. I haven't seen all of it. Um, and I mean, come to find out, David Boreanaz isn't so great a person. Like, I think he cheated yeah. on his wife and stuff. And I'm just like, man, why? Oh, my God. What? This is, I don't know what why what you said just reminded me, but this, so Tristan and I have this gross thing where we say, like, um, I love you more. Like, we have this, like, fake argument that, like, one oh, of us loves the other more. Right. I say gross because, like, I know. Couples, I was like, you know, I was like, that's not gross. No, but, like, you know, like, how couples ugh, are, like, ugh, disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we do this, and t- this morning, because we're always trying to come up with, like, reasons why we win the I love you more scenario. Right. And so uh, this morning I said, I love you more because I'm a, uh, like, a sapphic-leaning bisexual and I married a cishet white man. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you know what? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Which is also one of Tristan's phrases that he says all the time and that I picked up from him. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Andrew yeah. says it too. Or he'll say like, It's super maritime. Yeah. It's yeah. super maritime yeah. Um, But I picked it up from him. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, ugh. Yeah. Oh, uh, really funny though. I've, I've never yet come up with like a I love you more reason that has been funnier to me. Right. Well, and that one is just so definitive. Like, yeah. I love you more because, like, you're the only man I love. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. sorry. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> essentially. Um, <laughs> one time I remember him being like, I love you more because I cleaned up your vomit that one time. <laughs> and I was like, fair. <laughs> yeah. When I got, I got surgery-induced pneumonia when I got my uh, ankle surgery. Jeez. Um, yeah, it was a real bad time. Uh, but I coughed so hard that I, like, puked into a bowl and then I couldn't like I couldn't get up and take care of it because I was on crutches and I couldn't like carry it and so I had to wait until he got home and then I was like I'm so sorry but you have to clean this out for me so yeah being in a long-term relationship is equal parts like disgusting and like so wholesome yeah well and it's funny because like um uh I forget how Andrew and I got on the topic one time but like Andrew's like I 100% give you permission that if I am unable to, like, wipe my own butt or anything like that, hire someone. Hire someone. He's like, I do not expect you to do that. I do not plan on... Because, like, I also... Like, I am a sympathetic puker. Like, I... Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, smells... Smells affect me so much sometimes. And so he's like, hire somebody. He's like, do not feel that you need to, To be my caretaker. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm, I'm always like, no, babe, no. no I'll take care of you. Like, but I love like, you. But at the same I time, will I will like, hire someone. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Cause like my mom didn't like when dad was sick, like sure they had VON coming and stuff, but like if ever he was in the hospital and needed to be changed or anything, like she was in there helping. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, it's, uh, I think it really, it doesn't, it's not a reflection of, of like, your relationship, of your relationship no. or like of you as a person. Like if you have the opportunity to hire someone, definitely do that. Mm. To, like hundred percent. Yeah. Do that. Like I just, I would throw up every time. Cause it doesn't make you like a better person to become a caretaker. Like it just doesn't. Some no. people also like, that's not just like, that's just not inside of them. Right. Like. 
Just, and, like, it doesn't mean I'm not a caring person. Yeah. You just, you don't, you're not a caretaker. No. You know? No. Yeah. No. Um. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, it was, it was just funny. I no, thought about it. No, funny. That's funny. <laughs> like, oh, actually. <laughs> Tee. Tee. Um, mm. Sam Hewen. Hewen? Hewen. Hewen. Hewen has a, a new book out. What? Um, yeah, it came out yesterday. Is he in, like a fiction or a nonfiction? This is a biography. I'm oh, pretty sure. I love when young people write biographies of themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, uh what? Oh my god! I was Andrew and I were watching the first Hobbit movie, and I don't know if you've seen it, but one of the dwarves, he's like very heavily makeup and everything, but I was like, I know that voice. Yeah, and it's what's his face from Outlander and. So many other things. Um, hold, please. Hold, please. Okay, so while you're looking, yeah. um, it's called Waypoints, and it's called uh, Waypoints, My Scottish Journey. Oh. Yeah. They. He also has a book with Graham McTavish that's, called Clanlands. That's the actor. Ah. Yeah, Graham, Graham McTavish. He's the one he... Oh, Duncan Lachlan. Hello. Plays Dougal. Dougal McKenzie. Yeah. And in... In Outlander. In Outlander. And in The Hobbit, he plays... Somebody's yelling it at me right now. Uh, Dwalin. Dwalin? 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 Dwalin, I think. Dwalin in the Hobbit film trilogy. Um, but yeah, he's in a lot of things. Yeah. And every time I see him, I'm like, it's him! That's Graham! Yeah. yeah. Like, I know him. Um, so you know how I'm going to be doing No Note November? So, uh, oh, yeah. our yeah. next episode will be, like, my last witchy stories. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And right. then we'll go, we'll be going into No Note November, which, mm. like I've said before, is just going to be me reading non-romance. Right. But I'm not going to read book. like, I'm not going to not read a book because it has some aspects of romance it's in it. It's just not a romance. It's just not the cat. whole plot. You'd have story. to stop so many books. I know. That's, yeah. Um, but I do have a, a list of titles that I'm going to be reading. Um, but I had this insanity moment where I like looked over at my bookshelf to see some of the books that I maybe hadn't read for whatever reason. Like I have arcs and like that kind of thing on my bookshelf. Right. Um, and I looked over and saw the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It's like Tristan owns it. And I'm like, Oh my god, should I read that? And then oh I was like, no, that's god. too much. That's too insane. Oh, I couldn't do so, it. Couldn't do it. Mm-mm. I tried to read The Hobbit when I was younger and I just didn't couldn't get into the like verbiage. Yeah, basically. I, I think I tried to read read The Hobbit and I think three pages into the prologue, I was like, I'm done. Yeah, because can't do so it. the way that Tolkien writes his novels is as if he is just translating from whatever language into English. Right. So it's like archaic kind of and like just weird a little bit. Yeah. And like, you know what? He did a fantastic job. Like, well, wasn't he German to begin with? Like, I aren't probably, these translations? I don't from... fucking know. Do I know anything about Tolkien? I All I know is that his friends used to call him Jert because J.R.R. Tolkien, J.R.R.T. Oh, Jert. Yeah. Um, oh no! Sorry, he was English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was he in the war. John Ronald Royal Tolkien. Yeah. R e u e l. Um. Jerk. I'm gonna say he was okay. My ignorance is showing. I thought what? he like died in the 1800s. He was literally born in 1892 92. and died in 1973. So he must have 
yeah, been he old been enough in, to in go least, to the war. At least one, one of them. them. One of the great wars. Yeah. Yeah. Great quote unquote stupid well, wars. World war. Yeah. Whatever. But like even his auto even his signature looks elvish with it like the little does. dots and stuff. Also, I love that he is an allegiance to King George the <laughs> Fifth. Yeah, he was in the British Army from nineteen fifteen okay. to nineteen twenty. He was a lieutenant. Yeah, a he lieutenant. Was... Lieutenant. No, it's it's probably lieutenant, but oh. I I think they say lieutenant. 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 Yeah. Um. Yeah, he was in World War One, Battle of the Somme, capture of Schwaben Redoubt, capture of Leipzig Salient, <laughs> capture of Regina Trench, Regina Trench. Who knows? Um, I don't know a lot about war. We. No. Uh, Close friend of C.S. Lewis. Yeah. Mm. Um, I've heard that they had some pretty funny, like, moments where um, Tolkien told C.S. Lewis at one point, like, no good fantasy novel has a lamppost in it, and that's why the first thing you see when you go into Narnia is a lamppost. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> like, a big fuck you to his friend. Yeah. I had never heard of the Silmarillion, and then... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well... And, like, no, never. Um, but Look, then, like, the whole Rings of Power show that's yeah, on Amazon Prime right now based off is of, based off the Silmarillion. Yeah. But then people are saying that it's not. So, like, well, I don't know. Okay. But anyway. They definitely take some, like, artistic license and whatever. Because sure. the, the Silmarillion is, like, literally a textbook about Middle Earth. Right. So it's boring as fuck. So it's like a history book. Yes. Right. Because Tolkien literally said like it started as like a story like the hobbit started as just like a story for his his kid and his kid kept like saying um oh didn't you say that this was blue instead of red and so he started writing it down so that the consistency would stay right but then um he said later that uh it really felt as if the story wasn't coming from him but was coming from somewhere else and so when he wrote the cimmerillion he wrote it as if he was just translating ancient texts. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, The Rings of Power is so good. Like, I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did. But the last episode, like, I need to go back and watch the last episode because there are two really big twists that I was like, like, the first one I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess that's settled. And I put that out of my mind. And then later in the episode, something else happens and you're like, Wait. What? I'm so, we had this settled. We like yeah. and then so then you're like, oh, so that's so and so. Yeah. No spoilers at all. Cause I know a lot of people haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Um and like so, me. Like you. And so now I want to go back and watch the last episode to see if I can pick up on those little yeah. things. Those little moments and yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it was really good. Yeah. Um, and then we finished House of the Dragon yesterday. Um, and I'm really... Oh, I heard that the season finale was banging. It was. Um, it's going to start season two off real well. Um, Emma Darcy is just killer. They are a killer actor. Like, yeah, so impressive. And Ma- I love Matt Smith. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't good. Wasn't good in the sense that, like, there's some characters going to get Fucked. Fuzzucked. <laughs> Fuzzucked. Also, I love dragons. Like, I 
I love dragons, and I don't know if it's because of Ninja, because Ninja kind of reminds me of a dragon. When I see the dragons, I'm like, oh, look, it's Ninja. Mm, it's Ninja. Um, but, like, oh, my God. Like, one of them, and I mean, this is historical in the Game of Thrones history, is that, like, one of the dragons in this season is the biggest dragon that ever lived. Yeah. Or at least since, like, the Valyrian dragons of, like, however long ago. Yeah. But, like, it is fucking massive like massive like i don't think daenerys's dragons were this big even the biggest one yeah and that's saying something because her dragons were big um and so yeah we finished it last night cool yeah anyway yeah i haven't been watching anything because we don't have internet so yeah or wi-fi wi-fi um which surprised me again that you came for a third week without a laptop to download things on like like yeah. like download from your streaming services onto your streaming services. Is yeah. What I mean. Not pirate. Not pirate. Yeah. We might. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Don't like put me in jail for this, but we're probably gonna pirate the new Mario movie, um, because we just can't support Chris Pratt. I'm sorry. I I'm so in it for Jack Black as Bowser. But Chris Pratt is Mario. I just fucking hate it. Mario is Italian and Chris and Jack, Pratt is and, not. No, but Chris Pratt also said, I will absolutely not be doing the voice. Now, here's my thing. There is an actor who has been doing my... Tristan's screaming at me right now. <laughs> um, Mario voice. But also, he lost his butt. Yeah. They took away his ass, which, like, give Mario back his cake. Yeah. But, okay, so Charles Martinet has been doing the voice acting of Mario in the video game series since 1992. He has... Wow. He was the voice of it in another movie that they did. There's no reason why they couldn't have just hired Charles fucking Martinet to play Mario in this movie. Everyone would have been a-okay with it. All of the super fans would have been like, thank you so much. This is fantastic. I will 100% go see this movie. Exactly what I want to go see. And instead they hired fucking Chris Pratt for his star power. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck that. Use Jack Black as Bowser for that star power. Yeah. I would, I want to watch the movie because I want to watch Jack Black. Right. Play Bowser. Right. I don't want to watch the movie because I don't want to see Chris Pratt fucking butcher Mario. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. He's not my favorite. No. He no. plays himself in everything he ever does. Like, he, if if Chris Pratt is in a movie, he's just playing Chris Pratt with a different name. Right. But there are other actors who do that. And it's fantastic. Like, and it's fantastic. Ryan Reynolds, I will watch yeah. anything that because Ryan Reynolds Because I want to watch Ryan Reynolds right. play himself as Deadpool. Or right. whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just, I love Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I don't love Chris Pratt. No. He's a dick. I don't think he's funny um, in the same way that I think other actors are funny. Like, I, yeah. I don't like there's it. There's just been so many things that he said where I'm just like, Yeah, mm-hmm. there's like this whole thing where there was this whole scandal where he, well, he cheated on Anna Faris that yeah um but then also there was something to do with like the like he's science yeah because yeah. he, he's a scientologist he's like either a scientologist or something he's married to um arnold schwarzenegger's daughter yeah which now. came out of nowhere yeah it was super weird uh but also there was like a scandal where uh when because he and i think her name's Catherine or kathleen Catherine Schwarzenegger. Catherine. Yeah. Uh, so when he and Catherine had their first child, he tweeted 
or he did some sort of Instagram post um, of like, I'm so grateful for my healthy child. And people thought it was a dig at his son with Anna Ferris because his son has a lot of like developmental oh, issues. I didn't know that one. Yeah. So, oh. and he's, oh, he's part of like a cre- crazy mega church. It's not Scientology. And that wasn't me saying like, oh, Scientology is bad. No, like, whatever. It no. is. It's a cult. But, um, no, he's part of this really, like, anti-LGBTQ Yes, uh, that's what it mega was. Church. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he keeps, like, defending them, even when people are like, okay, but what about the fact that they're anti-LGBTQ? And he's like, well, you can't have everything or something. Oh, yeah, the Hillsong Church. And yes. has been criticized by some as anti-LGBTQ. He responded by saying, it has recently been suggested that I belong to a church which hates a certain group of people and is infamously anti-LGBTQ. Nothing could be further from the truth. I go to a church that opens its doors to absolutely everyone. Um, this person of Hillsong has denied that Pratt was ever a member of his church. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... So there was, like, scandal about that as well. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I just don't really like him as an actor. Yeah, no, I don't know. I think that he's played some really funny, good roles. Like, I think he's great as Star-Lord because that's very much, like, that character is very much, like, Chris Pratt's wheelhouse of, like, just irreverent, like... Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... But I honestly think they should have hired Charles Martinet, and they would have had a lot of longtime fans very happy with that decision. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I think it's stupid that they didn't do that. Yeah. Also, like, that iconic, like, it's a me, Mario. Like, right. that is Charles Martinet. Yeah. Like, that is his voice. Right. So, I don't know. I know. It's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but we're, we're probably going to illegally download that movie I after mean, it comes out. That's fair. Um, sorry, they just announced, like, the main cast for this new film that's filming here. Um, so oh my god, all of these people are so beautiful. Yeah, they're filming a movie called, uh, Me, My Mom, and Charmilla, and it's about a... I need to look it up, because I don't... Uh, Pac- Pakistani-Canadian film. Um, and so it features... Ooh! Um... The debut of queer Muslim writer-director... Fazia Mirza? Yeah, sure. I don't know. Um, so it's set in 1999 in Cape Breton and the film follows <gasps> Cape Breton. Yeah. And the film follows this, um, this character over 48 hours as she travels from her home in Canada to her parents' homeland in Pakistan to bury her father. Um, she struggles to connect with her conservative mother, but return, but her return to Pakistan launches her into memories, both real and imagined that reveal unexpected similarities. Oh, that sounds um, so good. But I'm pretty sure it takes place in Cape Breton. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. Okay. So. Everyone needs to watch this movie when it comes out. Yeah. Me, my mom, and Charmella. Yeah. You need to hype it up. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, my God. I almost dropped my phone. My That's why there's a heart. freaking ring there. My heart leapt into my throat. I, that, my adrenaline spiked so hard. <laughs> Sorry. Holy shit. Are you doing Sorry. anything for Halloween? Um, no. Halloween in this house is very contentious because, um, Ninja hates people. Right. And legit. And panics when people knock on the door. Um, we tried to do it the first year that we lived here. Yeah. Um, and every time someone came to the door, like, we put Ninja in his crate. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like at one point we just left him in his crate. But 
with all the people walking by and knocking on the door and the constant opening and shutting of the door, it he was just, just way too much so for him. So stressful for yeah. him. Yeah. And so um, in 2020... Um, was there trick or treating? I know. I was like, was there trick or treating in 2020? <laughs> I feel like there was. And we just put out Like a, a bowl, bowl of candy or something. Yeah. And just said, like, please take one. And then in 2021... I don't even think we put out anything. We just yeah. shut the lights off. And what we did is we, like, give him some extra trazodone and we would just barricade ourselves in the spare bedroom because it's at the back of the house. And it's, like, and, quieter. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and Andrew's computer was in there, but it's not. Now it's downstairs. Um, and so then I I don't know what we're doing this year. Like, normally I teach on Mondays and it's a Monday. Um, but I'm getting right. all of my Monday students to come on Sunday because they're kids and they're going trick-or-treating. They want to go trick-or-treating. Right? Like, yeah. piano's not that important. Um, and so... Not more important than... Like, no. Obviously, it's important because it's your business. Sure. But, but like, like, not it's more important than... a weekly thing. Than like, a childhood once institution. Once a year thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm moving that. Um, so likely we'll probably shut the lights off and, um, I don't know if we'll put anything out. We're still um, recording, right? On that morning? That's, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, I was like... <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought you meant right now, and I was like, yeah, we're still recording. My, my brain was just like, wait. <laughs> yeah, no, we're okay, still recording. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just, I don't know if we'll go buy anything, if anything's out. Because, um, like, even a bag of, or a box of, like, 60 chocolates or anything, so it's like, expensive. it's over $10. Yeah. And I know that sounds really cheap, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. We might. I might just buy, like, a box of chips when we're there. To right. Because we're going to get groceries this afternoon. Yeah. So I might just do that. Um, and then just put them out and be like, have mm-hmm. at her. Here you go. Um, I work that night. But do I'm you? going to dress up as Mabel Pines from Gravity Falls uh, because... I already have the costume. I made it for Montreal Comic Con and then never wore it because it's very fucking hot. Mm. Um, and I, it's like a sweater. So oh, I was like... <laughs> I feel like one of my piano students was interested in playing music from... Oh, um, we need to pause. One second. One second. Sorry, I was getting a phone call from the facial pain specialist. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what this phone call is for. So anyway, they were just confirming my appointment. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so this is Mabel. This is the uh, sweater that I kind of created. Amazing. So it doesn't, my sweater doesn't light up, oh, but yeah. it says like Mabel. Mabel. And, yeah. Yeah. So. Fun. Um, very fun. I just stabbed myself in the eye. I oh. poked myself too vigorously. Um, um, I'm going to see if I can find like a real cheap wig or something because my hair is very short and true. her hair is not. True. So. What color but wig is it? Brown? brown. Oh, I don't have a brown one. No, I also, I have a. I want to say like a redheady wig. Mm. I have a so, blonde one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's blonde. Mm, I don't know. Well, I'll figure it out. It's like mm-hmm. a pop. Oh yeah, it's it's not even blonde. It's like yellow because it's like that pop art. Oh kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. 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 So so it's literally yellow. I, I may not even do the hair. Like I may just whip. the sweater's very recognizably <laughs> Mabel Pines. So right. yeah. Like um. If you Google Mabel Pines, it's the sweater that it says Mabel and it has like a rainbow and then light up. It's uh, a purple stars, sweater. Yeah. So yeah. it looks fun. Yeah. yeah. I just have to dig it out of wherever the fuck it's kept right now. Right. But yeah, yeah I'm going to dress up because I work that night. Yeah. So nice. Uh, yeah. Only for a few hours, but I'll 
Yeah. I'll wear it and enjoy it because we're allowed to dress up on Halloween, which yeah, is exciting. Yeah, yeah, we always did that at Good Life, too. Um, one of my students was like, so what are you doing for Halloween? And I'm like, nothing. nothing. <laughs> like, absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever, when, what is that Friday? What is next Friday? November 4th. Oh, right. That's, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the November 4th episode will be like a spooky Halloween episode. It'll be a little late. Like the last but one, yeah. Yeah, because um, we'll be recording it on, on Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. So um, but maybe then, I'll wear my sweater here. Yeah, so I want to see it. Yeah. Um, and then the next episode will come out on my birthday because November birthday. 11th. November 11th is a Friday. Yeah. yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah. It'll be Nikki's birthday edition. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, you talking about Montreal Comic-Con just reminded me about the massive news that was <gasps> announced over the weekend. Incredibly in the doctor news. In the Doctor Who universe. Because, uh, Jodie Foster just... Jodie Foster? Jodie Whittaker. Whittaker. Holy shit. <laughs> I call her Jodie Foster all the fucking really? time. Really? I don't mean to. Jodie Whittaker... Oh my goodness. Um, just ended her reign as the Doctor. Yeah. Um, and so we got her regeneration with... Oh my god, I can never say his new name. Not David Tennant, but the other guy. What? Because, okay, so... Now I'm lost. The 14th Doctor. Oh no. The 14th Doctor is... Is now again David David Tennant. Tennant, But... uh, The... So the 15th Doctor is by, it's Nikadi Katoka. I have no idea. Yeah, so basically um, they had announced like a few months ago, like maybe like six months ago, that the next Doctor was going to be, it's Nikadi I need to see him, her? Him, I think. Doctor Who. Put like 15th Doctor and then I'll show you. Okay, so he was in um, Sex Education and a couple of other things. Don't know him to save my life. Yeah. So it was announced like a while ago that he would be the new Doctor. Okay. And then when they did this regeneration, they brought David Tennant back. Oh, yeah. But it's only going to be back for like three three episodes. episodes. And then it'll regenerate again into the 15th Doctor, which will be Nakati. I don't know if that's how you say it. I know. I'm trying to look up the Wikipedia to be like, do you have the pronunciation? Pronunciation. Because I hate getting people's names wrong. I know. Um, Name... Yeah, name pronunciation. Uh, no. Okay. Shudi Gatwa. Holy fuck. I, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, the NC in his name is enunciated sh- like a soft sh-, sh. Okay, Shudi Gatwa. Yeah. Um, perfect. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. Um, so he was born in Rwanda, but yeah. reared in Scotland. Reared. Yeah. Um, Shudigawa. 
Perfect. Nice. So, yeah, they announced him, like, many moons ago. So this David Tennant situation where he came back for, like, was, like, was major. Huge. Huge. Um, fantastic. I love him. So. Yeah. I'm really excited. I, I've got to be honest, I haven't watched since Capaldi. I think I watched two Capaldi episodes and was like, I'm done. I just, I had an issue like, I understand it now because, like, I've read a little bit more about it, but I had an issue with, like, the character arc of the Doctor because it start like, with Nine. So, like, the new new Who yeah, is so what Christo- it's called. Yeah, so Christopher Eccleston. So Christopher Eccleston. Oh, my God. Fucking Jesus. Christopher Eccleston. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so Nine starts uh, right after the War Doctor. So mm-hmm. the War Doctor had basically committed genocide of his own people so like in the storyline um like he was now the last surviving member of the time lords so i literally know nothing <laughs> i know so Christopher much Eccleston. so um so nine uh was kind of like uh angry and like dark and depressed and then um david tennant followed that as well yeah. where he uh, you could definitely see that, like, darkness. And there's a few moments where, like, um, you see him be very vengeful. Mm-hmm. Um, so it follows this, you know, character arc of, like, him kind of learning to live with the fact that he's now the last. And, like, Matt Smith continues that. Um, he gets a little bit, like, happier because now he's, like, he's fallen in love with Rose and, like, done all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Like, at the end of Matt Smith's era, they have this thing where it's revealed that Gallifrey actually... So Gallifrey is, like, the um, Time Lord planet. Yeah. Um, so it's revealed that Gallifrey actually was spared from destruction yeah. um, through, like, time bullshit. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I expected Capaldi to be, like a happier doctor and he's just an angry old man yeah and so i didn't like that and i i will say i didn't give it enough of like time for them to get around to why he's such an um, angry man right well so a friend of mine they yeah they had watched two of capaldi's seasons yeah and they said it took them until the second season to Mm -hmm. kind of really get into it yeah but by that point it was like well like, it took me this long. Like, I shouldn't have not taken interested. me this long. They also had this whole thing where, like, the master became Missy, like, the mistress. Like, uh, the master's been, like, this um, protagonist. Uh, so, it was played by Simon Pegg in... Oh! Yeah, yes, in okay. Tenant's Reign. Yeah. Um, <laughs> reign as if they're, like, kings. But, like, <laughs> in Tenant's Reign oh, as my the doctor, um, Simon Pegg played the master. Yeah. Um, and it's been this, like, constant sort of foil for the Doctor. So mm-hmm. the Doctor and the Master are, like, enemies, arch enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Capaldi's reign, they had the Master uh, regenerate into a woman, which, yeah. like, great, fantastic. Um, but she was just, like, weird. I don't know. Right. Uh, like, I understand why they played it that way, kind of. Yeah. But, like, I just, I didn't like the way that the character arc had felt like it just went back to, like, Christopher angry. Eccleston, like, angry rageful doctor and it's like i don't i didn't get it and they didn't like reveal that and so i did watch like a full season of capaldi yeah 
And I just didn't like it anymore. Like, no. I didn't like Doctor Who anymore. I didn't like uh, Capaldi and um, Clara. I can't oh, remember. yeah. I didn't, like, I didn't like their interactions. I love The dark-haired girl. Yes, I loved Clara right. and and the 11th Doctor, so yeah. Matt Smith. Yeah. But I didn't like Clara with the 12th Doctor. Like, right. I didn't feel like they vibed well. I didn't mm. feel like they had, like, a Forgot good relationship. Um. And then, so, like, I tried to go back with Jodie Whittaker, but because I didn't have, like, the Capaldi years, I didn't really, I don't the, know. There was it's history. Just, there were things that, like, that I had missed, if it comes they up, were, it's yeah. like, dun, dun, dun. you're like, what? What like, is what? it? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, and I'm not really interested in watching the Capaldi years. No, so. I'm not. Um, but it's, well, like, we'll whenever see. I was, we'll whenever I was watching it, like, I was fortunate, and I had a couple students who were very into Doctor Who, yeah. and so if I was confused about something, they, they were, would like, explain on it. it. My brother um, also has watched all of Old Who, mm. in, including some of the, like, previously thought to be lost episodes that they found. Oh, cool. Yeah, so. Yeah. And so, like, when, um, when the angels... Yeah. First come back into it. Yeah. I don't understand the significance of it, but then, you know. It's and explained. Then, yeah. And then the same thing with, like, the exterminate. The Daleks. Yeah. The Daleks. Yeah. yeah that's it. There's a, a Dalek. There's a, a Dalek coming to Halcon this weekend. Yeah. There's, yeah. um, they. And R2-D2. They do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Um. I can't go. I was, like, major, major fan. We started watching it when it rebooted in 2005. Five? Yeah. Yeah. Um, with Eccleson, with the Ninth Doctor. Yeah. Uh, I've been a fan a really long time. I just really didn't like Capaldi. And, like, mm. that's not to say that he's not a great actor, because I'm sure he is. You just didn't like that character. I just didn't like the that way portrayal that of the, the showrunners, like, twisted and changed sort of, like, the yeah. background. Because, like, again, major spoilers, but basically, like... Smith's reign ends with them saying Gallifrey's safe, yeah. but then in between, like, when we lose Smith and then when the next season starts with Capaldi, like, firmly as the doctor, in between that, sort of off screen, um, we find, like, Capaldi's doctor, so the 12th doctor, finds out that, like, Gallifrey isn't actually safe and no one, he is still the last person. So, mm. like, his character arc does make sense of that. But they didn't tell us that, like, like until like two or three seasons into his reign. What? Like, yeah. So they didn't explain why he was so now you're angry to just again. Except that he's angry. Yes, because no. like he leaves. Yeah. Uh, like at the end of so Smith regenerates into Capaldi, and uh, he like leaves Clara in her life, goes off to go like visit Gallifrey or whatever. But then. Uh, the new season starts with him coming back and, like, getting Clara to come with him again to right. go do things. And it's, they just, like, never talk about the fact that Gallifrey isn't, Gallifrey actually, isn't actually safe or, like, whatever. So, yeah. It wasn't my favorite way of doing that. And I know that this is, like, a common thing where they don't actually tell you everything because his timeline isn't necessarily our timeline. Like, it's... I mean, sure, but, know, like, some explanation for why he's a crotchety person would, would be, be nice. Yeah, because the character arc felt wrong. Right. At that point. Yeah. Like, hmm. we were expecting a happier Doctor and then we didn't get that. And yeah. it just, it felt wrong. And so... Yeah. And I had really loved Tennant and really loved Smith. Yeah, me too. Like, and also Christopher Eccleston. Eccleston. Like, I really I loved, those, I I really like, loved yeah. those three doctors so much yeah. 
that when I really didn't like Capaldi, I was just like, oh, I'm done. And I just stopped watching. I just fell yeah. off the habit of watching it. Yeah. So. Um, it was funny because I watched Torchwood before I ever watched <gasps> Doctor I Who. I love Torchwood. Yeah. I watched oh. Torchwood when I was in university. So, like, I think I watched it in, like, 2009. Oh, my God. And Rips with John, oh, my God, John, John Barrowman. Oh. Um, whoever plays that woman. Oh, my God. Looking it up. Looking it up. Because I know who you mean. And, um, like, Yanto and like oh yeah, my god everything so about Torchwood good. was so, so good. good Eve Miles Eve Miles yeah, yeah. Um, John Barrowman what happened oh yeah he finally stopped dyeing his hair wow so he'd been dyeing his hair for like a while um, and then he finally just stopped dyeing it so it's all silver now it's so he's nice. such he's, a silver he's fox. got like this nice black streak in yes. the front of it he's so hot I love mm-hmm. him so much he's um, also fiercely gay fiercely gay um <laughs> yeah um but i love torchwood did you know that they used to film um old episodes of doctor who under the moniker torchwood because it's a um an anagram of doctor who <laughs> yeah nope so, didn't know that so torchwood when they released that show it was kind of a nod to the fact that in the like uh early who they would film under Torchwood to because it was such a big deal oh, that they had to like keep to it secret. It, yeah. So they filmed it under like they would release scripts under the name Torchwood and no one would connect it to Doctor Who. But right. then so that was a nod to like the past. Basically. But like Torchwood is a spinoff of it Doctor is, Who. It is. Yeah. Because John Barrowman, Captain Jack Harkness, is in the is Doctor in Torchwood Who universe. And, and in yeah. We're saying the same we're thing, but same opposite thing. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're gonna do it again. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He, yeah. So torture was so good. It it's was also so good. there's like bits and pieces where they just fucking rip your heart out. Yeah. <sighs> oh yeah, big time, big yeah. time. But it definitely felt because for for a while, like Torchwood would would air like opposite Doctor Who. Like whenever Doctor Who was like oh. on a break. Torchwood, Torchwood would, would be on. Mm, yeah. And so um, it like filled that Doctor Who void from when they're on filming breaks nice. or whatever. So. Nice. Oh, that's smart. Oh, I love Torchwood. Oh, it's so good. I know. Yeah. I love John Barrowman. Me too. <laughs> um, he made a music video and it's fucking hilarious. I, he's incredible. I so he was one of the actors at when we went to Montreal Comic Con. Oh! Yeah, he was one of the con guests. Did you meet him? We didn't meet him, but we did go to his panel. Oh, so good. Um, we could not afford to meet him. Oh, man. <laughs> He's tickets, very expensive. The tickets are wild. Well, because, like, the, the con itself is, like, a few hundred dollars per ticket, and yeah. then you have to pay for, photo like, or photos autograph. or autographs, yeah. and they're usually a few hundred dollars as well. Oh, yeah. And where John Barrowman's so popular, it was, like, 250 or something for a signature. So I was like, mmm... So better not. So Meg and Al went to Star Wars Celebration in yeah. LA in yeah. May, and I'm pretty sure they paid, I want to say close to four hundred yeah. US dollars yeah. for a photo with you and McGregor. Yeah, and he was so overbooked that that it was literally like, "Hey, how are you?" Click next. Like yeah. it was that fast. But um, a few years prior, he had gone to the first one. The first one he went to was in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and he paid for both a photo and 
Mark Hamill's signature. So he has a photo right. with Mark Hamill and, and his signed. signature. Yeah. Um, and the signature is on a limited edition Luke Skywalker nice. lightsaber handle. There's oh, yeah, only I've a, seen. Yeah, yeah, there's only a thousand of them that were ever made of this particular one. And so he has the certificate of authentication for this lightsaber handle and then the certificate of authentication for, for the, the signature. Yes. And it's in this glass box. Yeah. Like, it's not going anywhere. Which is also why, like, um, I love my friends that got me my David mm. Tennant and Alex Kingston signatures because yeah. they cost a pretty penny. Yeah. So. Yeah. Alex Kingston. Alex Kingston played River Song. I know, but I need to look her up. Yeah. Um, she's beautiful. I love her, too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, because the, the woman who played Martha. Yeah. She was in New Amsterdam. Yes. The TV show. Yeah, she plays a like an oncologist who yeah. gets cancer. Yeah. And I don't know if there's going to be a third season of that show, because there's only two that were... But it was so good. It was good. so good. I oh love What's-His-Face, like the guy, because he was yeah. in Blacklist and... Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what is his name? I know it as soon as I see it. Uh, Ryan Eggold. Yes. Freema uh, Fre- Ag... What is her last name? Aggieman. Yeah. Aggieman. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, Freema played Martha. Martha. Yeah. Um, uh, Doctor's companion, Martha Jones. Yeah. So. Eventually marries Mickey, who was a friend of Rose. It's just, I love Doctor Who. It's a big, it's a big thing to get into because, like. It's a universe. It's a full universe. And, like, um, you don't have to watch old Who to watch new Who. But it is 50 plus years old now. Like, the 50th anniversary was, what, 2000? Adjumen. Okay. Perfect. Adjumen. I'm so glad that you can read. IPA? IPA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I faked my way through that with Zara. Zara? I, I, I fucking faked my way through I didn't write knowing. the IPA above it. I just wrote the word mm-hmm. that had the same vowel mm-hmm. sound above it. Um, when, whenever like, she was, like, a schwa, I'm, like, I just the... nodded along yeah. to a lot of those things. Yeah. Um, cause I was like, I never learned IPA at university. I was not a voice major. I did not need to know this. I'm like pretty sure Christina does not listen to this, but like, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I still but, got all the vowels, right? Yeah, it was fine. I'm very much but, a like mimic. Auto- yeah. So. Yeah. But like when we did, uh, accents and dialects in college, mm-hmm. we learned the IPA and I just, I took to it. It made so much sense. Perfect. Um, like I can hear it. I can see it. Um, it's like reading matrix code sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes um, I look at the IPA, like in Wikipedia articles and stuff, and I'm just like, that means something. Mm-hmm. That sure does. Well, the A with the E attached to it, that's like the A sound, yeah. like cat. And yeah. then D with like the weird, almost Squiggly. like squeak. It's kind of like a weird three or whatever. That's a, a J sound. J. Yeah. Yeah. The D and then the J. 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 Yeah. So, yeah, I love IPA. it. IPA. Very useful. Yeah. It's the, what? International phonetic, phonetic alphabet. alphabet. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, if you're trying to learn different accents or dialects or anything, um, you know, you can take the sounds of things. So, for example, like, in, in Canadian and American English, we say trap and bath the same way. Mm-hmm. But in British English, um, so, like, that would be the same set, like, the trap bath set. Yeah, yeah, but in British English, it's trap, bath. Bath. So bath is a different set. It becomes part of the lot 
thought cloth set mm-hmm. or like one of those because yeah. some of those are very different um like the lot which is so it's fascinating. so fascinating so like and at the end of the day sometimes there's a pattern of which words follow which rules like and you know if there's not. yeah mm-hmm. like if there's a voiceless consonant that comes after it it's part of this set if there's not a voiceless then it goes after it. um but sometimes it's like mm, no you have to look at these like, lists how it's the ambulance but the something else because there's two vowels yeah but only in like Americans don't do that. Yeah. They always say the, the ambulance. I don't like that. I hate it. The. Like, it's also like why you say like either or either. Yeah. Um, but that's a, that's a regional thing. Yeah. Like I say either. I don't know. I switch back and forth. I, yeah. I think I do, but I mostly say either <laughs> or neither. Um, neither or neither. Yeah. Either or either. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this, like the same way that you say Tuesday. Yeah. That's not a. Eastern Canadian thing. No, it is not. That comes from the West. My mom drilled it into me. Yeah. Um, But now I am the most maritime of her children. So. You still say Tuesday, though. I still do. It's the one holdover. I also remember, because they call hoodies bunny hugs. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. It's funny. Which is cute. What a cute name for that. What a cute name. Instead of a hoodie. So cute. So cute. So cute. I also listen to Wine and Crime, and they're Minnesotan, and it's very... Oh, <laughs> Minnesota. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It's very... Uh, Midwestern. Midwestern, but it's also, like, I can hear how, like, Eastern Canada is very similar in some yeah. of the, like, ways and inflections and stuff to yeah. the Midwest. Yeah, so. it's also, like, you can hear some of the Midwest, you can hear some of Scotland, you can hear some of Ireland. Like, yeah. there's a lot of influences yeah. Because um, we come from everywhere. We do. We're a big old mountain pot. We do. We do. We do. A boot. <laughs> That's the most annoying. I When the fact that people think we say a boot. A boot. It's like we don't it's say about. a boot. It's about. Well, like I don't. There's a U in that word. Yeah. But it's because. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's because about kind of goes along with mouth. Mm, the way that we say yeah. ow instead of oh. ow. Yeah. About. About. Yeah. Yeah. It's the American-Canadian thing. Americans are wrong. Well, it's called Canadian rising because we say mouth and mound differently, even though they have the same vowel structure. Oh, you're right. Same as we say price and pride differently. Yeah. And it's because one has a voiceless consonant and one has a voice consonant. Mm -hmm. But in America, they say them the same way. Price. I can't even do it. Pride. Price. I don't like that. I, I don't like that one. But it means that if you're auditioning or trying to you do a general to, American accent, you, you have to work on that. Yeah. Because even if, like, even if casting directors or anybody doesn't know that you're Canadian, they will they, be able they're to like, be like, something's, something's wrong. wrong here. Yeah. I don't know what you're, like, I don't know why your voice sounds like that or why your words sound like that, but it sounds weird. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. called Canadian Rising. So mouth, mouth mound, price, pride, and it's just... Yeah. It's because we smile a lot. We do. Price. 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 Mouth. 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 Yeah. Mouth. Um, the movie, oh God, what is that movie called? Oh, Audrey Hepburn. Perf- Henry Higgins. What is that movie? Fanny Price? Nope. Uh, nope. I don't know. Henry. Somebody's yelling at me right now. <laughs> Higgins. My Fair Lady. Holy no, th- moly. that's right. 
Fanny Fanny Price is the main character oh, of My Fair Lady. Oh, I just couldn't. I'm sorry. I was trying to trigger you into thinking My Fair I Lady. I didn't know what her name was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, we, we were right. We, we were right. right. <laughs> but that whole movie is about taking her Cockney yes. accent and turning it into like a received a pronunciation. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I would, Not transatlantic. I, it's but. definitely received pronunciation. Like the Queen's English. Yeah. And so, um, and it's funny because, like, he says at the beginning, he's like, I can listen to someone talk and tell where they're exactly from. where they're from. And it's interesting because, like, I'll be watching, like, when I was watching Pretty Little Liars, um, yeah. the character who plays, or the actress who plays Arya Montgomery, what is her? Lucy Hale. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to her say something and she said, maybe it was the word 10 or something like that, but it had more of a eh sound, 10. Yeah. And I was like, she's from Tennessee. And, she's and I from looked Tennessee. it up and she's from Tennessee. Yeah. And it's like because when you're doing an accent or a dialect, you you still have things that are just very dialectical in your own thing that that slip through. That like, you maybe just like don't notice. Yeah. When you're talking and recording. Like even mm-hmm. if you're using like a different accent, or like in her case, probably like softening it yeah. so it's not as southern. Becoming like, more general American. Yeah. yeah. Um, like when when we were watching um the Watcher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Naomi Watts is the main character. Mm-hmm. The main... The main... Mother. She's mother. the mother. She's the mother. Yeah. Um, and she said something. And I was like... And Where the, are you from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, she's English. Yeah. And then I looked it up. I was like, yeah, she is yeah. English. Yeah. Um, and it was just because she said a word. Like, a lot of the time, like... Um, I can't... It's words that have, like, a Y in the middle... Um, like a, like a three syllable word that have like a Y in the middle, um, that British people would, they would just use like an I, like an I sound instead of an E sound. Mm. And she did that. And I was like, oh, she's, she's English. Um, (laughs) Immediately. I know. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm going to, it's going to bother me. Of course. Now we can't come up with, you're like, yeah, a Y. And I'm like, what fucking words? And then I keep like thinking of clergymen. Words. Oh, okay. Clergymen. Clergymen. Like I mean, clergymen. yeah. And I'm yeah. obviously exaggerating, but yeah. like words like that, like an American or a Canadian would say clergymen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's words like that where I'm like, they oh. are not American. Um, they are English. And, and then there sure are enough. some people that like, uh, they do like American accents so well that I actually think they're American until Hugh I like Laurie? look it up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What the fuck? I know he's so good. I literally one of the first times that I heard him speaking in his own accent, I was like, "Sorry, whomst? Yeah, whomst are you? How did you get such a good How's British it? accent? Sorry, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and so hilariously, um, when Pirates of the Caribbean came out, I hadn't really seen Johnny Depp in anything Mm -hmm. and I remember saying to dad being like man like I I said something along the lines of man he's such a great British actor and dad was like he's "He's American I was like what no no but this was also like 2003 (laughs) yeah so when he wasn't like he was popular but not like soups popular right he had been like Edward Scissorhands and like a couple of other like big things before then Benny and June yeah yeah but yeah. No, not English. <laughs> no. But I thought he was. So. He wore, um, Johnny Depp wore a St. John's, they're trying to change the St. John's River 
back to its um, indigenous name. Oh. I'm so sorry that I don't know the actual, what the name is. Looking I've it automatically up. forgotten. But It he, happens when you try and talk about something. He wore a, like, a shirt that got sent to him recently in paparazzi photos. Oh. Um, and basically it's like a, to let you know. Wilaka? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, um, St. John's River. Yeah. I was, it was interesting. I saw it and I was like, oh, I didn't know that they had ever changed the name. So that's yeah. white ignorance for you. We love it. Woo. Yeah. You're allowed to have that, but you should do some work to not. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. Well, this sounds like a great stopping point. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on socials yep. at Books and Bisexuals, at Nikki.Rose.Martin, yep. at BLS underscore poetry. That's the one I linked. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. That's what I thought you had said. Uh, my personal account is, is private, and oh, yeah. so I'm not going to give that one up. But, That's fine. I mean, um, you can look for it, but it's But I also probably won't accept your No, but that's request. what I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if um, I don't know you personally, I'm probably not no. allowing you to follow me. Yeah. Um, that's just a boundary. It's just a boundary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can listen to us on all major, so, nope, all major listening platforms. Yeah. So Spotify, Google, Apple, Castbox. Castbox. Um, I'm sure you can find us other places. Mm-hmm. Um... What else do we say? Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Um, we love you. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, do all of those good things. You can rate on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Re- uh, reviewing on Apple does the most for podcasts, but mm-hmm. you can rate on anything that you um, like listen to, yeah. listen on. Uh, so we'd love that. Yeah. We would love to get some like ratings and stuff. And we always love when you engage with us. Yeah. Um, which author engaged with us this week? Oh, it was Christy Demise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was like, glad you loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, such so. a pretty smile. Yes. The book that yeah. We read. And was... I was like, Brianna loved it. Nikki's all gonna about, read it. All about the patriarchy. Yeah. It was such a good. Oh, it's such a mind fuck, but very good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we love interacting. Mm-hmm. So hit us up on our socials. Yeah. Um. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. We love you. Bye. Bye.